鸟儿的欢鸣，溪水的婉转。听，爱与恨，悲与喜，苦与乐，得与失。听，跳跃的文字，灵动的声音。You're listening to Morse Read。欢迎您来到轻松调频美文阅读 Morse Read， 我是沈听，让我们在这里一起听美文，学英语。在今天的节目中，我们将会听到古罗马格言家普布里乌斯·西鲁斯的一句话，中国当代诗人汪国真的一首诗歌《思念》。最后呢，让我们一起来听英国著名散文家弗朗西斯·培根所写的一篇文章《Of Innovation》。More to read， 用文字抒发感情，用文字诉说故事，用文字穿越古今。Daily quote。While we stop to think, we often miss our opportunity. Publius Sarus. 当我们停下来思考时，往往会错失机遇。普布里乌斯·西鲁斯。普布里乌斯·西鲁斯大约活动于公元前一世纪前后。是古罗马的拉丁文格言作家之一，他的作品现仅存残篇。普布里乌斯·西鲁斯出生于叙利亚，后作为奴隶被掠往罗马城。他凭借自己的智慧和才能，赢得了主人的青睐而被释放。不久即开始文学创作，并闻名遐迩。他流传于世的著作为普布里乌斯·西鲁斯的《道德箴言》（The Moral Sayings of Publius Sarus）。其中不乏人们能够运用到现实生活中的充满智慧火花的妙句箴言，如“河流在其源头最容易跨过”，“把火分隔开，你就会更快的把它扑灭”，以及“永远要避开那些让你生气的东西”。While we stop to think. We often miss our opportunity. Publius Sarus. 当我们停下来思考时，往往会错失机遇。普布里乌斯·西鲁斯。More to read. 闭上双眼，静静聆听。思念，汪国真。我叮咛你的，你说不会遗忘；你告诉我的，我也全都珍藏。对于我们来说，记忆。是飘不落的日子，永远不会发黄。相聚的时候总是很短，期待的时候总是很长。岁月的溪水边，捡拾起多少闪亮的诗行。如果你要想念我，就望一望天上。
那闪烁的繁星，有我寻觅你的目光。Yearning, Wang Guozhen. What I said and repeated, you promise you'll never forget. What you told and retold, I've enclosed in my soul. To us, memory is a calendar, whose pages will never be torn off, never wear out. Our meeting is short, our yearning. Endless, by the brook of time, no pebble, but many shining lines. When you miss me, please look at the sky. Amid sparkling stars, there's a devoted eye that keeps searching for you from on high. Yearning，出自中国当代著名诗人汪国真。中文版本由轻松调频的主持人阿丽为您朗读。英文版本由Mark 中国国画家协会理事 幸福的名字叫永远。二零零九年十月，汪国珍被中国青年杂志评为建国六十周年十名代表人物。二零一五年四月二十六日，汪国珍因病去世，享年五十九岁。汪国珍曾连续三次获得全国图书金钥匙
Learning Wang Guozhen What I said and repeated, you promise you'll never forget. What you told and retold, I've enclosed in my soul. To us, memory is a calendar whose pages will never be torn off, never wear out. Our meeting is short, our yearning endless. By the brook of time, no pebble but many shining lines. When you miss me, please look at the sky. Amid sparkling stars, there's a devoted eye that keeps searching for you from on high. Beauty 是实验科学和近代归纳法的创始人。培根毕业于剑桥大学，毕业后通过自修获得律师资格，并步入政坛。在晚年时，因受贿案被国会弹劾去职，脱离政治生涯后，专心从事学术研究和著述活动，写成了
and he that will not apply new remedies must expect new evils. For time is the greatest innovator. And if time, of course, alter things to the worse, and wisdom and counsel shall not alter them to the better, what shall be the end? 毋庸置疑，每一种药物都是一项创新。不愿用新药者也得面临新的疾病，因为时间就是最伟大的创新者。如果时间循其正道，使事物衰败，而人之智慧与灵性又不使其更新，那结局将会如何？ It is true that what is settled by custom, though it be not good, yet at least it is fit. And those things which have long gone together are, as it were, confederate within themselves. Whereas new things piece not so well, but though they help by their utility, yet they trouble by their inconformity. 但不可否认，由习惯形成的旧例虽欠优良，可至少还算事实合适。且长期并行的陈规旧俗似乎也相辅相成，而新生事物与之却难和谐融洽。虽说新东西因其效用而有注意，但也会因其不合常规而引起麻烦。Besides, they are like strangers. More admired and less favoured. All this is true. If time stood still, which contrariwise moveth so round, that a froward retention of custom is as turbulent a thing as an innovation, and they that reverence too much old times are but a scorn to the new. 再说，新事物就像远方来客，往往是可敬而不可亲。然而，千真万确的事情是，假设似箭如梭的时间停滞不前，那固守旧俗的做法也会像开创新风一般引起动荡。故对旧时代过分崇尚者，只会成为新时代的笑柄。It were good, therefore, that men in their innovations would follow the example of time itself. Which indeed innovateth greatly, but quietly, by degrees scarce to be perceived. For otherwise, whatsoever is new is unlooked for, and ever it meant some and pairs others. And he that hopen takes it for a fortune and thanks the time, and he that is hurt for a wrong and imputeth it to the author. 由此可见，世人之革新最好是循时间的榜样。时间之革故鼎新，不可谓不大，但却进行的非常平缓，缓的几乎不为世人所察觉。如若不然，任何革新都会令人感到意外，而且对社会有所改良，亦会有所损伤。受益者固然会视之为幸事，并将其归功于时代；可受损者则会视之为犯罪，并将其归咎于革新之人。It is good also not to try experiments in states, except the necessity be urgent or the utility evident, and well to beware that it be the reformation that draweth on the change, and not the desire of change that pretendeth the reformation. 而且最好别搞政体改革实验，除非情势万不得已
或是其功效十分明显。务需注意，革新应是可带来变化的改良，而非假装改良的喜新厌旧之变化。And lastly, that the novelty, though it be not rejected, it be held for a suspect. And as the Scripture saith, that we make a stand upon the ancient way, and then look about us, and discover what is the straight and right way, and so to walk in it. 最后还需注意，虽说不可拒绝新鲜事物，但仍需对其有所质疑。正如圣经所言。我们停于古道，然后环顾四野，找出那条笔直的坦途，于是顺路前行。Of innovation, Francis Bacon. As the births of living creatures. At first, are you shapen? So are all innovations, which are the births of time. Yet, notwithstanding, at those that first bring honor into their family, are commonly more worthy than most that succeed. So the first precedent, if it be good, is seldom attained by imitation. For ill to man's nature, as it stands perverted, hath a natural motion. Strongest in continuance, but good as a forced motion. Strongest at first. Surely, every medicine is an innovation, and he that will not apply new remedies must expect new evils. For time is the greatest innovator, and if time, of course, alter things to the worse, and wisdom and counsel shall not alter them to the better, what shall be the end? It is true that what is settled by custom, though it be not good, yet at least it is fit. And those things which have long gone together are as it were confederate within themselves. Whereas new things piece not so well, but though they help by their utility, yet they trouble by their inconformity. Besides, they are like strangers, more admired and less favoured. All this is true, if time stood still, which contrariwise moveth so round, that a froward retention of custom is as turbulent a thing as an innovation, and they that reverence too much old times are but a scorn to the new. It were good, therefore, that men in their innovations would follow the example of time itself, which indeed innovateth greatly, but quietly. By degrees, scarce to be perceived. For otherwise, whatsoever is new is unlooked for, and ever it mends some and pairs others. And he that hopen takes it for a fortune, and thanks the time. And he that is hurt for a wrong, and imputeth it to the author. It is good also not to try experiments in states, except the necessity be urgent or the utility evident. And well to beware that it be the reformation that draweth on the change, and not the desire of change that pretendeth the reformation. And lastly, that the novelty, though it be not rejected, it be held for a suspect. 
and as the scripture saith that we make a stand upon the ancient way and then look about us and discover what is the straight and right way and so to walk in it Tan Ge Xin Fu Lang Xi Si Pei Gen 犹如动物出生时都其貌不扬新生事物刚出现时一模样丑陋因为新事物乃时间孕育的产儿但尽管如此如同最初使家族或荣誉者通常比保持荣誉的后人更值得尊敬一样最初开创之有益先例通常亦
of nature in man， 论人的天性。of nature in man by Francis Bacon。Nature is often hidden, sometimes overcome, seldom extinguished. Falls make his nature more violent in the return. Doctrine and discourse make his nature less importunate, but custom only doth alter and subdue nature. He that seeketh victory over his nature, let him not set himself too great, nor too small tasks, for the first will make him dejected by often failings, and the second will make him a small proceeder, though by often prevailings. And at the first, let him practice with helps. As swimmers do with bladders or rushes, but after a time, let him practice with disadvantages, as dancers do with thick shoes, for it breeds great perfection, if the practice be harder than the use. Where nature is mighty, and therefore the victory hard, the degrees had need be, first to stay and arrest nature in time, like to him that would say over the four and twenty letters when he was angry. Then to go less in quantity, as if one should, in forbearing why, come from drinking healths to a draught at a meal, and lastly to discontinue altogether. But if a man have the fortitude and resolution to enfranchise himself at once, that is the best. Optimus ille animi vindex laidentia pectus, vincula gi rupit dedaluiki semul. Neither is the ancient rule amiss to bend nature as a wand to a contrary extreme, whereby to set it right, understanding it where the contrary extreme is no vice. Let not a man force a habit upon himself with a perpetual continuance, but with some intermission, for both the pause reinforces the new onset, and if a man that is not perfect be ever in practice. He shall as well practice his errors as his abilities, and induce one habit of both. And there is no means to help this but by seasonable intermissions. But let not a man trust his victory over his nature too far, for nature will lay buried a great time, and yet revive upon the occasion or temptation, like as it was with Aesop's damsel, turned from a cat to a woman. Who sat very demurely at the ball's end, till a mouse ran before her. Therefore, let a man either avoid the occasion altogether, or put himself often to it, that he may be little moved with it. A man's nature is best perceived in privateness, for there is no affectation; in passion, for that puts a man out of his precepts; and in a new case or experiment. For there, custom leaveth him. They are happy men whose natures sort with their vocations. Otherwise, they may say, "Mortem in cola fuit anima mea." When they converse in those things, they do not affect. In studies, whatsoever a man commandeth upon himself, let him set hours for it. But whatsoever is agreeable to his nature, let him take no care for any set times. For his thoughts will fly to it of themselves, so as the spaces of other business or studies will suffice. 
A man's nature runs either to herbs or weeds. Therefore, let him seasonably water the one and destroy the other. Today's program is over. Thank you for listening. I'm Shen Ting. We'll see you next time.